What's up, guys? This is this week's episode of Echo. Here today, we're joined by two members of Appian. Would you like to introduce yourselves? Yeah, I'll go first. Hey, everyone. My name's Kevin. Um, I work as a solution engineer here at Appian. I'm Miad. I uh, work in the consulting team as a principal consultant. Mad. So you've got uh, Kai and Ryan mm-hmm. as uh, co-hosts here at Appian. Hey. <laughs> nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you guys. It's good to have you guys here. Alright. First question. Oh. Yeah. Sure. Um, would you guys like to introduce what Appian is? Sure. So Appian is a company mm-hmm. uh, based in uh, Washington DC. Uh, we we're a product company, so what we do is provide a low-code platform, uh, and that platform is used for you know, building applications very quickly, um, enabling businesses you know, in their digital, digital transformation journey, essentially is what we do. Um, it's very high level, but we'll get into the details of it, essentially providing you with the relevant tools to build apps quickly, uh, enterprise-level apps. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no. in general, that's really like what Appian is, but then inside that and within that, there's like different teams that operate to like help our customers like along the journey. So like Mia, for example, um, his role is like more of um, on the consulting side. So yeah, being on site with clients, um, you know, helping with delivery, helping them with uh, their strategy and roadmap in terms of rolling out Appian as a platform. Um, like with consulting, it's it's uh, many roles. Um, it's like a lot of hats, right? Yeah, wearing different hats. Uh, every day is sort of different, which is why I kind of enjoy the role. Um, it gives me that variety that I'm looking for. and. Most days are not monotonous, which is good. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I guess like, yeah, yeah, and I guess that's more like the like deployment and like you know helping the customers deploy that that product. Whereas like for me, I feel like I'm on like the opposite side of the spectrum where um, I'm more in like support. So um, a lot of the times when like customers like create cases or like have issues with like the implementation or the platform, then they'll come to us and then we investigate through like digging through logs. Um, looking at like um, different metrics to check if like how the site's performing and I guess you know like a lot of like um, companies have like uh, have like different like terms or like names for it here he we call it solution engineering but others might call it like um, you know like platform engineering or like you know site reliability but um, essentially like um, it's it's really like supporting the customer um, once it's been deployed yeah yeah I mean Kevin you don't have to be so uh, you know so humble <laughs> yeah so humble like there's yeah. a lot of stuff that you guys do yeah it's more than just helping customers yeah that's with... right so like in addition to like um to like you know supporting our customers we also like um like work on like documentation to provide like you know like the knowledge base so then our customers like have that reference point instead of contacting us um but also we offer like um like within our team as well we like uh use appian a lot even for like you know like case management um, to monitor to like manage all of these like issues that customers do have and so like we have teams that are constantly improving that for us um, the ones that we use Um, but also like uh, one thing that I've been doing more of is like um, tooling so like a lot of the times when um, customers have issues um, the team that I work on that I help out in is um, creating tools to help like that leverages like um, the current platform so Appian has like a bunch of APIs that we can use. And with these like APIs, what we can do is um, 
use the product in like a way that um, that helps like um, our solution engineers like get to the result and find the reports a lot faster. So like one thing that I am working on um, with some of my team is like creating like a monitoring tool using like React and um, as a Java, and also a Java backend to like um, to like help like customers um, find like issues mainly related to like the performance and like you know times when they see slowness in their environments. Um, so yeah, like um, I think you know like. I think like support and solution engineering is like very important, but within that you can like, you know, specialize in like uh, different things as well. And it really depends on like what you really want to work yeah. on. You're given the, the flexibility to, yeah, yeah. to come up with your own processes if that's going to be helpful to customers. Mm. Uh, mm. That will then, you know, hopefully be rolled out to like um, the broader company if that's a tool that's, you know, useful and mm. being validated in that sense as well. Another good thing about Appian is we generally use Appian for a lot of internal stuff. Yeah, that's what I was about to yeah. say. I was like, you said that you use Appian like food, like yeah. your own solution work. Yeah, yeah. Which is great because it's probably the best way in terms of learning the product, right? So learning the and user using experience at the same time. of your customers and people who work with the tool. Usually uh, it's very different from like implementing something versus using it as an end user. So we do both. So I, I believe that's one of the good things about Appian in terms of mm -hmm. we actually you know, use what we sell. Um, so therefore we actually truly understand what we do and the product itself. Yeah, cool, so great. like my understanding is like, mm -hmm. so it's just a platform and then they have a subscription or a, you sell it to them and then they just use the platform to build their own, whatever they need it for, yeah. for business management. Yeah, that's that's pretty much it. But um, it's more of an enterprise level yeah. uh, platform. So what it is, is mostly, you know, geared towards business process management. So optimizing business processes and digitizing it. So that's the whole transformation. So to give you a very low level example would be like if I was, you know, to automate a process uh, that was previously captured by email, mm. I send it to a different team member saying, hey, could you execute this, for example. Um, Appian, we can simply sort of digitize that request. Uh, we can then, you know, process it, have approval flows with it. Uh, we can, you know, call multiple APIs to get information. So, you know, reduce a, the amount of user input that's required, for example, and leverage all the different features that Appian has to, to enable that, you know, whole user experience, but also um, make the business process more accurate and, and optimize it in, in terms of processing time and that mm -hmm. sort of stuff. So yes, it's a platform. Yes, you can use it for pretty much everything, but the focus is really in, uh, on business process management. So optimizing business processes and just understanding the whole concept of process optimization. Mm, yeah, cool. Mm. Oh, also, is there a um, story behind the name Appian? I think because you keep mentioning like, APIs. Is that related? <laughs> I don't believe the, uh, APIs. Uh, related, APIs but APIs. I, I do uh, Appian's way. Uh, oh, Appian's yeah, way. Yeah, that's why I believe the name comes from. Yeah, um, I've heard it a lot. Yeah. So. It's a good question. I actually never yeah. <laughs> really thought about it, but um, mm, I, yeah, I did see uh, some of the you know the founders of the company uh, take a selfie and post it on a, like our internet mm. um, when they were like in like on the street Appian's way. I believe it's in in Greece. Yeah, I might be wrong. <laughs> um, yeah, I think it's in like um, Greece or somewhere in like Europe or something. Yeah. Everyone just I did wrong. I was close, <laughs> oh, okay. but yeah, yeah, it's, it's your own. 
But Appian, Appian, Appian Way is one of the earliest and most strategically most important Roman roads of the ancient Republic. So how that's related, good question. But like Appian fits in very strategically with businesses um, so that we can sort of help them achieve mm -hmm. their their whole digital sort of strategy. So mm -hmm. I, I kind of see the relation. Cool, cool. And, uh, so thanks, Bill. Um, okay. Yeah, so you both graduated from UNSW. What was your journey like into Appian? So I'll go first. So my journey into Appian would be pretty dif different to Kevin's because I came in as um, a more experienced resource in the sense that I worked at other companies post-graduation uh, and then eventually made my way into Appian. So my journey, I've worked in consulting essentially since I graduated 2011. Um, so it's been a long journey in terms of consulting roles, but um, Appian was uh, one of the decisions I made to join Appian was because one, the product was really, um, you know, it was it was sought after. Like the technology we have, uh, you know, the product itself, it's, it, it, it's really something that impresses me. So I've worked with a lot of different enterprise software and usually it's getting the job done, don't get me wrong. But Appian does it in a really good way, a really cool way of learning it um, and teaching customers to actually leverage their platform themselves as opposed to us just doing everything. Mm. Uh, we used really cool, um, well, what brought me to Appian was essentially the people, the people and the product. So the people actually, you know, build the product, but the people in, in Appian itself um, is is really providing that experience in terms of um, why I would want to move to Appian or my journey into Appian. The decision was easy. As soon as I started meeting everyone and the different teams and the representatives from those teams, I was just like, it's a no brainer. It's obviously a pool of talented people. Uh, and I jumped straight in. Yeah. So my journey was through other, you know, working for other companies, but make, taking that decision to go straight into Appian once I figured out what it was all about. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. I guess like, um, like for me, it was a bit different. Like um, I, I graduated in 2016, um, graduated with a degree in mechanical engineering. Um, and then I worked as a grad um, at a company called ResMed. Um, in manufacturing so I was like mainly in like I was like in a support role as well but instead of like I guess supporting like you know software it was supporting like physical hardware um, like life support ventilators and then like um, in those roles I was able to like I was, I was able to like go through like the process of like troubleshooting and determining like what the root cause is to a problem and then um, you know that having that mindset and also like joining like um, some data stuff with like databases and programming as well it really like um it like it really like interested me and like just and then how i found appian was really just through like a job ad to be honest and then i was like oh this is an interesting company and then like once i applied and um and i like went through the processes i was like yeah everyone here is like really really cool um and yeah like it's interesting what like miad said as well like in terms of like teamwork like like i think like like people here at like appian like they like like, I feel like they really get along with not just like um, each other, but also with like other like companies and like, like external parties as well. Like for me, I always thought that, you know, being in like um, a professional services role, like when like companies hire out like uh, a consultants, there'll be like a large division between like, you know, um, the external company and also, you know, Appian people. But like earlier this week, I went to a um, go live, um, which is when like uh, a, a uh, company like, um, uh, launches with um, Appian so like we like do as a, like a celebration thing and like 
like in that time i was able to really like see that like afghan people and like people from another company was like, interacting really well and it was just like uh, like it was really cool to see that because it's like you like, like it just really shows like how cool like the culture is yeah because it's it's it comes with the roles as well so i'm very much customer facing uh kevin for example spends most of his time from in the appian office but mm-hmm. there is opportunities to actually you know meet those clients face to face and customers mm-hmm. and especially happy customers uh and you know be able to connect and put faces to the names and uh just like overall it just makes the project a lot more personable uh it makes our work a lot more personable as yeah. well when you get to know people and how we're helping them and who we're supporting and that sort of stuff so it's very rewarding in that way because you're building up your network of you know friends and colleagues and you know um yeah you just build up like a really mm-hmm. cool network a corporate network of people through this role and through this company that's quite rewarding in that sense um and usually once you sort of got to that stage um they're leveraging we're leveraging each other so yeah. for, for knowledge and things about appian but also yeah on like what we're going to be doing in the future and that sort of stuff as well yeah could you share any companies that are partners with appian just um yeah so funnily enough um i started working for UNSW last week so we're doing oh. a project for UNSW uh it is to do with their hr and finance processes so we're revisiting um you know their processes and seeing how appian can help as a platform again comes down to optimizing it making it more efficient reducing processing times and hopefully appian integrating with uh robotic process automation to process you know those requests coming through mm-hmm. and then have people work on just the anomalies or like the uh the requests that need further investigation so we're reducing the the processing times of the applications and hopefully helping out all the stakeholders within um UNSW by giving them this really cool way of interacting and getting work done as opposed to paper forms and emails and that sort of stuff so it's really cool really early stages um so I spent a week there last week and the week before actually so the first week was essentially gather, gathering all the requirements so it's meeting all sorts of people in UNSW so when i say all sorts of people mostly from the professional stuff uh so this is finance hr um you know it uh and just mm. getting all that knowledge and what we did was story map everything and then we sort of figure out what sort of features we can build for them uh and what's you know doable in the four weeks that they've given us in terms of delivery so it's really cool the whole journey itself is really cool so UNSW is one of them ironically uh we've also worked with many other education providers um we worked with lots of insurance companies it's really diverse and that's another positive thing about Appian it isn't just like of like the same industry it's yeah, like like different. before app you know it's mostly like financial services mm-hmm. so like banking and insurance and everything whereas here I've worked with um I recently worked with a client I'm not sure if I can mention the name but like essentially do the broadcasting for a lot of um you know TV channels and uh, uh digital digital radio as well and a few other um you know FM and AM stations as well like Nova for example mm-hmm. and the solution we built for them is essentially an automated side access request system so using a mobile phone uh, as a maintenance engineer i go to a broadcasting tower it's obviously you know um, it's dangerous because there's radiation there's you know high voltage power so just making sure like as they go in they're reporting themselves that they're actually on the side here the list of hazards you know watch out there might be a snake in this remote area uh, so we digitize that whole process because previously they need to call up go collect a key 
and then you know it was like this whole manual process so here we're just like using the appian app uh, i will you know automate the like it had a digital key so it'll just grant access and they open it and go in after confirming that they've read through the instructions like look there's you know there's a door that's broken here there's a lock that's you know um, not working or something so here's the the other route to get in so it's, it's all digital pretty cool so what i'm trying to say is like um the great thing is not only are you building a solution but you're also learning different industries as you go through different projects for these clients it's it's pretty interesting so like like if you were it's like uh, did you find it like because you interact mainly with like the appian platform right and you mm -hmm. like you know use it a lot in your day-to-day -day. like did you find that learning curve hard or how did you like pick pick things up yeah so in terms of learning appian so um we generally have a blanket rule that um all Appian employees go through Academy. Uh, so mm. it's, it's like a, it's, it's a four week intense, yeah. uh, you know, training uh, that you go through. So there's a common component. There's a component that you branch out depending on the team that you're, you know, going into. Um, and then you basically go through all the different features. Um, there's like tutorials. We actually have trainers, Appian trainers, who specifically their role is to uh, train clients and also, you know, internal people coming uh, mm. to work at Appian. Um, and it's a great, pro it, it's amazing because not only do you make friends and connections and colleagues who, you know, and the, the academy happens in the head, headquarters in the US. US. Yeah. So it's great. So you have people coming in from Europe, you have people coming in from, you know, other states in America and yeah. you just, it's really a, a cool experience where you get to know all of them. Um, you make connections, you like learn like relatively in the same area as well. You can hang out. Yeah. So it. it's not just like you learn stuff together, but then you also have time to spend together for, like, you know, after you finish up, uh, in the office, it's really great experience. Um, it's one of the selling points for Appian because we're not throwing you into the deep end on day yeah. one, we're giving you that foundation, uh, which doesn't mean like you would know everything from day one but you have a good start. Like you already know, you know, where to go and look for stuff or which tool you're going to have to use for a specific mm. purpose and that sort of thing. Yeah. And I guess, yeah, like it really depends on like which role you're in as well. Like we have one like specifically just for like sales if you are into that. But um, like for, for myself, I was able to go to the US as well and learn how, I guess, Appian works and how to build on Appian, which is uh, pretty cool. Um, but then after that, um, I didn't like get to go to the like, the like, um, the sprint planning like boot camp and stuff was like mainly more for like the consulting roles. But after coming back to to Australia, like um, I had to like do additional training to learn more of the, like the Appian architecture and like how everything like is connected in like you know the back end and like all the different things that Appian runs with. Um, and that's really used to like help us troubleshoot and like diagnose problems and look at which layer like certain failures are like yeah. failing as well. Um, but yeah, it was cool um, and. Yeah, like training's common yeah uh, usually in any line of work but what's great about appian is the structure in which the training starts yeah it sounds actually fun. Yeah. it sounds yeah. Like yeah. really fun I yeah i feel like yeah. it was um it was definitely very very formal yeah yeah and it's also um one of those things that you know you get to fly to the us and like mm. expenses paid and mm. so like for candidates joining it's really cool as well so you, it's the excitement of starting a job but also the excitement of doing something different yeah, uh, something that not many companies are willing to invest straight up. Mm, uh, so that Appian actually really does invest in you upfront uh, when they hire you. So uh, through the hiring process, we make sure we hire people who we think would be a good cultural fit. Mm. Uh, but at the same time, uh, once we've sort of determined that, 
um, it, it's it's all great from there because you just go on to this great program where you learn everything and then you learn to yeah. you know like you have all the tools that you need to do your job yeah exactly mm. and you have a fast start mm, sounds great talking about culture what's APN's APN's culture is like office culture yeah I think like um I think you can talk about your attire uh. yeah <laughs> yeah so I'm I'm currently wearing like um Hawaiian t-shirt which mm-hmm. is which is not too common like we just started this trend like actually today and this week um but actually like um last like we uh, um like for the solution engineering team like we just try to do something like like different every week so like last last friday we were doing um thai friday so we all just wore a tie in the office and then we just got thai food but today i'm wearing some white shirts <laughs> i know it's pretty light but um it's cool, yeah right? yeah but it's cool like it um like it keeps like the like um morale up especially on a friday as well yeah. um and yeah, today we just got uh, Hawaiian food. But yeah, in terms of the culture, like I think it's like it's um like it's very team focused, especially for yeah. me as well. I feel like um like initially when I joined um like I would have like these problems that I had to solve, and I always like thought, oh man, I have to solve these like problems myself. And like sometimes it like it did feel like um individualistic. But then um but then after like you know like um, working in like. Um, like um, on a roll for like two or three days like I realized that you know like like your team is there and you have to really depend on them to like especially with like the sticky situations as well um and and that's like really helped me like improve and got to like where I am yeah um because like you know you're able to bounce ideas of each other and by and like by doing that you like find like solutions to like certain problems which is uh, really rewarding at the end of the day. Um, it, it really does come down to the people. Uh, yeah, the people yeah, 100%. are what define the culture. Obviously, the company you know, has an idea of what the culture should be, but it's the people they hire that really makes it. Uh, and the whole aspect of you know, always having a helping hand. Uh, yeah. Look, if you're in a sticky situation, whether it's in your role, mm. uh, Kevin, or mine in professional services or consulting, you can always reach out to people. I always do. Yeah, uh, yeah. No matter what seniority level you're at, or you know you, you're fresh as a grad, um, there is that whole support network, and that's what makes my job, you know, a lot easier. A lot easier, yeah. but also like reassuring as well. Mm. Um, everyone's willing to help out. Yeah. Um, I reach out to multiple people every day for different things. Yeah. Um, and likewise, people do. So just having that, you know, also it comes down to the tools. We have all these different collaboration tools that we use for for purposes like this and. Uh, Appian really emphasizes that whole support network among colleagues. So I think from that aspect, the culture is, you know fits right in as well. Having said that, the fun side of things, you know, Appian has a lot of events, um, like affinity mm. groups. Yeah, you got like affinity groups. So like, Do you want to explain the the affinity groups? Yeah. So like, I think how it works is um, Appian. So there's uh, there's a overarching affinity group called Appian Life, and then all these. Other ones like Appian Green, which is mainly for like um, um, eco-friendly, like um, eco-friendly awareness. Um, we have like Appian Women. Um, we also have like Appian um, Pride. Appian Pride, yeah. and um, all these different affinity groups that um, go under Appian Life. And um, yeah, like um, usually employees um, would like um, get involved in like either one of these affinity groups, and or you can start a new one if you, you have an idea. One, yeah, um, as well. There's always potential to get funding yeah. for these things. Uh, you know, host events. It could be for good causes. It could be for yeah. you know. I like to think of it like almost like like um, uni societies. Yeah, exactly. I was gonna say <laughs> like small unit like societies that you can like start yourself or join, which is yeah. pretty cool. So and then always have like budgets and stuff that you can use to like plan events and 
stuff. Say events, even. it could be like an event at like a bar outside. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It doesn't need yeah, to yeah, be. It's yeah. true. It's really cool. So you can yeah. really do what you you want to do with it. Um, of course, it needs a purpose. It um, and you're always looking for people to step up and you know take charge in the mm. different affinity groups as well. So yeah, yeah, very much Craig been saying that it's very like like the different yeah, societies. societies yeah. In, yeah. In, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. We also have Appian Heritage and Appian Wellness. I'm not sure if they still exist or if they're... Yeah. They do. Yeah, there's, they, they there's a lot we haven't mentioned. Yeah. But, yeah. How yeah. many are there? Good question. Uh, maybe uh, I would say it's in the uh, maybe 30 or like 25 to 30. I wouldn't be surprised. There's yeah, quite a few. Yeah, it's quite uh, a few. Like, of course, like APAC is like Asia Pacific, like this region still catching up because the HQ does this stuff really well. Mm. Um, but yeah, so we've had a really big sort of movement to get a lot of it here as well and like with the new grads joining and everything it's becoming more feasible because we have more people to take charge and get things yeah. done and also you know step up in, into like a leadership position in that sense of getting the affinity groups uh, off the ground um, so definitely seeing like uh, uh, the trend in the right direction yeah how much would you guys say you work with HQ overseas like like in mm. both of your roles like maybe like from a yeah. software point of view think, and then as consultant yeah I think like for me I, I work with um, the London team and also the uh, US team quite a lot. Um, so we have like, um, like in terms of like the three main areas and we have like small offices all in like um, different cities and stuff as well. But just the three main like um, hubs or like offices that we have are here in Sydney, um, one in the US and then also um, one in London. So like I work with the London team and also the US team a lot mainly because um, we like um, support like the whole entire world pretty much. Um, and so like uh, when we finish our hours, we'll hand off um, the the um, uh, the case queue to like London and then they'll be looking after it. And then when they finish, they'll hand it over to the US. And then when the US finishes then hand it over back to us. So it's, it's like a follow the sun uh, model. So we're always up 24 seven. Um, and yeah, so like quite frequently I would work with like the London office and also like the US office as well. Um, it's like, yeah, like it's like, it's almost um, like, it's almost a part of my job to like really be aware of what's going on in like each of the different regions and the different customers that, you know, we look after as well. Yeah. In consulting, there's two different aspects to this whole thing, right? So one mm -hmm. is like collaboration with all the different locations. I've done that multiple times. So in our, in, in like what we call Appian Home, which is essentially like, uh, like a news feed of different events happening and people posting on like the projects they're working on and like the success stories and, you know, even the negative things where you can reach out and be like, look, uh, what's your learning from this, etc. So I've worked with teams in Spain, uh, just getting like knowledge transfer, like look, wow. you, the client you're working on at the moment is, uh, has requirements that are matching one of our prospective clients. Like, what was your experience? Like, uh, what can you tell us that will help us, you know? That's pretty cool. Yeah, so there's a lot of that. And personally, I've done so much of it. And it's amazing because not only do you get like reusable components and code that you could probably leverage, you also get wow. the whole knowledge transfer as well in terms of their journey in, in delivering that solution and working with that client. Uh, and yeah, just being able to use that um, for your advantage over here. Uh, and there's the other side, which is or the other aspect, as I mentioned earlier, which is us actually traveling to you know Europe and um, different places to help out because sometimes teams are really busy. So I know someone Currently from our team that's in, in the UK. Uh, wow. She's been there a that's couple cool. of months. Yeah, I know other team members have done it as well. Um, so yeah, so definitely 
a lot of collaboration, a lot of opportunity to travel. So do you um, say that you get to travel a lot in like like in your role? Yeah. So a lot of last year I was doing a uh, like a weekly commute to New Zealand. Wow. So I'd go on a either a Tuesday and come back on a Friday, and I'll go on a Monday, come back on a Thursday every week for seven months as we were setting up, uh, you know, doing our work for a major client over there. So it's really you know it's pretty cool that way. So opportunities come up from somewhere, and then you just put your hand up and be like, yep. Uh, I'm happy to do that but at the same time if you're the right person for the right job then you're sort of given the opportunity anyway do you usually go to like these places yourself or does like a whole team go with you usually combination of both I've done like a lot of trips I do myself Um, it really comes down to the nature of the work but both uh, like maybe on my first day like I'll back in wouldn't be as excited because I'd be nervous but right now like it's pretty cool because I don't mind traveling uh, it's nice collecting frequent five points. Uh, and you like status. all status now? Or like I'm platinum. So that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, that's what consulting is all about. It's just about like uh, constantly changing environment, being able to travel, to be able to work in different industries. I really like Kevin mentioned earlier, just wearing different hats on different days. Like it's what keeps the job interesting and why I, I've been in consulting since graduating. Don't see myself going anywhere anytime soon. In your experience working as a consultant, would you say the companies come to you with the problem or do they sometimes know what they want done? Or is it like you building the solution? Really good question. So a combination of both. Some clients know uh, what they want, but it might not be the right thing. So it's up to us to actually question them. And just not not in a bad way, but just uh, like to help us understand what they actually want to achieve. So that's where the whole story mapping comes into play. So at Appian, we like to use agile delivery. Um, so part of that process is just story mapping. So it's using lots of post-it notes and markers and Sharpies and all that sort of stuff. And just like, it's just a narrative flow of what they want to achieve, right? So they're saying they want to do, uh, you know, for example, if you're building a, an email system, so the first like high level epic would be, you know, uh, be able to compose an email mm-hmm. and to compose that email you like multiple different things like I want like you know rich text and all that stuff so you, you put like small build like the small features and, and eventually you just like build up your storyboard and that's how we define the scope of a project so sometimes it helps up well it definitely helps us understand what they want but also revisits um, you know their scope for for the people who actually you know wrote those requirements because what they wanted on like January 1st this year could be different to what they need end of the year, right? So Agile helps you to, to constantly change and, and, you know, adapt yourself. Um, so a lot of, you know, consulting is just understanding that and helping them understand it too. Um, and then you have clients who don't know what they want, but they have like, um, you know, a vision of where they want to be. So we work collaboratively to actually come up with the plan. So you're going to have three different releases. The first release is going to tackle your your you know biggest problems uh, what we call minimum viable product which is like MVP yeah MVP deliver the most amount of value the fastest which is um, what we really do at Appian we build things very quickly because the whole lo- local platform but also because we have really highly skilled people great talent across our company so leveraging all of that it's possible um, so yeah so it's a combination of both people sometimes tend to know what they want sometimes they don't. Yeah. Uh, it's up to us to help them understand. That's pretty uh, cool. Yeah. So like after like doing like the whole storyboard and mapping and like defining scope, 
you guys will go through sprints and everything. Yeah, so that's this what we call sprint zero, getting yeah. all the requirements in, yeah. uh, getting the user stories. Uh, and, it, and the great thing about like user stories and like building things, because at university, I remember, here's what you need to do. Here's like the fixed requirements, but user stories actually give, I mean, it's a combination that I've seen it and not seen it as well in certain you know, modules that at university or courses. Mm. So we trust the Appian people or we like the, the client to trust the Appian people on uh, like how it's going to be built. Like, don't worry about the how, you guys worry about the what and why. So give us enough context and we'll go, we know the tool inside out, we'll build it for you. You just tell us what you need, don't tell us how to do it. So it's leveraging the best of both worlds. They understand the business the best, we understand the tool. So it's working you know, in those different capacities and combining it that really brings out you know, value in our delivery. That's really cool. So how many sprints would you say until you want to be? It depends. It really depends on the size of the project, yeah. uh, the complexity. Uh, so the shortest one I've done is maybe uh, four weeks. Uh, wow. Yeah, between four weeks. So that's two delivery sprints. Uh, like delivery sprints can be anything from like two weeks to three weeks usually uh, on average. But uh, and like the longest one was like for a few months, like seven months, eight months. Mm. So that's like the agile method. You just every sprint deliver to the client and ask for feedback. The idea is yeah, there's yeah. constant feedback coming in, um, and it's up to like the product owner who is the person that has been appointed to making sure, uh, you know, we're delivering as per their vision and their requirements, but also taking decisions on like feedback coming in. Like, yep, that's great. It's a good idea. You're bringing that up now, but it's not part of our first release. Probably release three. It's an it's a nice to have as opposed to a must have. Um, yeah, cool. So. And as a local platform, like like Agile fits hand in hand because uh, yeah, it's all about the delivering value very quickly, and Appian really does do that well. Yeah, that's good. Do you yeah, we, do it? Um, we're learning. Yeah, we're learning about that. So I'm really like curious. So it's mm-hmm. shout so out every, to all the comp one five three one students. <laughs> Everything we learn is legit. <laughs> yeah, we're doing user stories. Oh, we did this term. Yeah, both Kai and I are doing a yeah. subject called comp one five three one software engineering fundamentals. Oh, okay. So we're learning about agile. Yeah, it's great because yeah. uh, it'll be good like having the concepts. Yeah. Um, like in practice, it's different. So every company will have their own agile practice. Yeah or their interpretation of Agile. Uh, but really it's for us to, you know, if they have a really strong practice and this is a customer or a client, then we're happy to, you know, change our ways to fit in. If they don't, they rely more on us. So we need to take a more proactive approach of, you know, um, you know, facilitating those meetings and making sure we're tracking and following the Agile methodology. So, yeah, I mean, it's a great, it's, it's great to actually understand how all of that works because trust me, it's not just Appian, everyone uses Agile or yeah. is trying to use Agile. So it's definitely learning something that's useful. Yeah. Cool. Uh, for students interested, has Appian got any roles or positions available? So Appian's always expanding. Uh, like I mentioned earlier, we'll hopefully try and get some grads in to talk about their experience, uh, you know, in the last few months since coming on board. Um, yeah. So especially that'll help, help people, you know, who are interested in Appian understand what they've been doing. Um, there are roles that we're hiring for. There's, um, you know, a university recruitment drive that happens every year. Um, usually like towards like July, I think. Yeah, usually towards July. And um, you guys met Courtney when she came in. So yep. she's essentially, you know, superwoman when it comes to that sort of stuff. She she does a great job. Um, mm-hmm. So 
um, keep checking the Appian website, you know, by all means, reach out to us. Um, and we, we do the UNSW careers fairs and a few other universities as well, but we, we like UNSW. You. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we do. Yeah, we so it's, it's, it's great being back there <laughs> and actually contributing as a, as you know, you know, a person who's gone through university and graduated and, mm. you know, built up these skills. And now I'm there contributing back. It's great. And like we have uh, two of the grads here as well who are keep to go back. So they keep putting their hands like one. Yeah, yeah, we have quite a lot of alumni. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Um, it's actually really weird. So uh, when I go back to it, I'm like, so much changed, but it, it feels like it feels like I've ne- like yeah, it feels like I, it's all happening again. Yeah, new buildings <laughs> like every year. Nowhere. Yeah, so much changed. If you want to go grab the the grads yeah. and then want to <laughs> have a chat, that's cool. So just to start, what did you both study? Introduce yourselves and what did you study? Um, hey, I'm Jonathan. Um, I studied mechatronic engineering. Cool. Yeah, my name's Tom and I studied electrical engineering and computer science. Cool. So From UNSW. Yeah, everyone's UNSW. The best uni. <laughs> we're, we're in a room at the office and there's yeah. six of us who are all UNSW. <laughs> um, so how would you say your experience at Appian has been since graduating? It's been really enjoyable. Um, obviously, I think like moving from uni to like full time work, it's like a, it's a scary jump. You're actually like entering the real world and starting to become like a full adult. Um, but yeah, it's been like everyone here has been like super helpful in that transition. Um, I know kind of what my expectations are, and they've all just been yeah super helpful, super friendly. Um, so it's been pretty smooth. Really enjoyable. We were discussing earlier that you get the opportunity to go over to the states to train. Yeah. What did you think of that? um it's really good i don't know if tom wants to speak no, no, but, no. um it's really good because you kind of get so you meet all the americans who are starting with appian over there which is like that's a really good experience but you also get like kind of the exact same training so you don't kind of feel like you're at like a disadvantage starting in australia because we're getting the exact same starting point um and also meet people from like EMEA and like you know not just the, the states everyone around the world the HQ, yeah so it's from europe absolutely so you great chance to make those international connections which, you know, is something that you do get at UNSW, but it's, it's a lot different when you actually go over there. Yeah. Um, Tom, would you like to share what you're doing at Appian, just like as a general gist? Um, yeah, so day to day, I'm developing software, testing software, um, also liaising with clients, getting user requirements, um, reviewing things that we've done, um, other stuff. <laughs> um, I'm still at a fairly junior level at the moment, so... yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, just like taking it all in, getting experience. It's good. So one of the things they were talking about was they they're learning like a lot of people are learning agile. So it was that comp one three one five three one. I'm not showing you guys one five three one. It was, no, a, it was I, a new course. I was yeah. I was just too early for that one. Uh, I did comp two nine one one. So you want to talk about your experience working on projects that are run in an agile fashion that applies to Jonathan as well? What's your experience been in that being, you know? Um, in a practical sense, being thrown into a project that's running a complete agile methodology that you know really focuses on. What are your thoughts around that? Um, Please. Well, I guess like the alternative is kind of like waterfall, which isn't really great. So agile, you kind of like get to constantly kind of talk with the client and get this like kind of back and forth and like constant feedback. So you kind of always know that you're on the right track. So if you're if you're deviating, you like very quickly go back to like the right way. So it's good because I'm not like I don't find that I'm like 
going down a rabbit hole, spending all this time, and then it's not used. You kind of like actually, I guess like whatever you kind of work on feels like it's important and makes it into the kind of final product, um, which is really helpful for me. Yeah, often it feels like you're you're progressing well. Um, you're able to take stuff that you've done and immediately reflect on it and determine where you need to go next, um, which yep. I think makes the whole process a lot easier. Sorry, I'm asking for questions. No, you're but... fine. You're fine. <laughs> so, how does Appian as a platform help with Agile? I think because it's like so easy to, because it's like low code um, and we're so easy to kind of like change everything that we've made really quickly that if a client's like, oh, I don't really like it, like, you know, this section here, I want it, this thing here, we can like really easily um, change that. So I think just like kind of like the flexibility of the Appian software and the Appian platform allows and like integrates really well with Agile. Great answer. <laughs> yeah, really being put on the spot yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was a good answer. Um, we've in one five three one. We're looking at user stories. User stories, oh, sure. not my favorite thing. I don't know how Why it works that? in a practical sense. Because I, I, maybe I was just confused by the topic. But I was like, I don't know how to do this properly. What's your experience with user stories in the practical sense? Um, I think Mian could probably answer. So this um, question. <laughs> it, it's a very difficult job to get user stories done right. Um, usually it depends, you know, on the type of people who are attending you know, the Sprint Zero where you actually flesh all of that information out. Um, and it really depends on your, your, like your development team and delivery team as well. Because personally, the way I like to run it is give them, you know, the flexibility and the empowerment to just uh, understand the whole concept and build it out for themselves as opposed to telling them, you know, what components to use or like how they should be designing it. Yes, sure, a bit of like guidance, but essentially gives them the power to leverage the Appian knowledge and build stuff out. Whereas if you have line by line instructions, uh, it does go towards the whole waterfall approach of I'm telling you what to do as opposed to I'm giving you vision on where you need to get to at the end of the sprint. So in that sense, I think I prefer the whole agile and I think user stories are a great thing, but you're right, like to get the whole user story right is not an easy task. And like I mentioned before, there's uh, a lot of different ways in which people, you know, use Agile in practice um, and finding that right balance is also another difficult task. So it really comes down to um, how it's done. So I'm not saying every user story is good. Um, <laughs> as, and having said that, it's also very difficult to have a very good user story uh, because there's too many external factors that come in and it's really how, you know, it's really comes down to trust as well. Trusting uh, your team understands everything in terms of the requirements, but also trusting you know the uh, the client or the business to give us the right requirements in terms of the narrative flow we spoke about when we story map. Cool. Do you guys use um story points to measure your user story? Yes, yeah. we do. <laughs> the story pointing and also common is t-shirt sizing, uh -huh. like small, medium, large. So, oh yeah we, we talked about um planning poker in the lecture yeah like similar stuff right yeah, yeah. Cool. so story points yeah, yeah is generally the most common way in which we yeah. do relative estimating yeah. wow they wow. this is a real thing we weren't being lied to <laughs> um for tom and jonathan would you like to explain like your exact journey into appian like would you say like kevin said earlier you just saw a job ad and then he just applied for it was there any that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I know for me, I went to one of the UNSW careers fairs. Um, and then I went to, there was like the Appian booth and I went over. I think I spoke to Miad actually. Um, I saw the term. 
Yeah, so and now he's my manager, so that's all good. It's all come full circle. Um, so yeah, I kind of like went over. wasn't really sure what they um, did beforehand, but I kind of yeah spoke to the people who worked here. They were super enthusiastic about what they did. Um, so it seemed like a great place to work. So I applied. I went through all the you know interview stages, and then eventually got the job. Cool. And you're looking at your two next career fair representatives yeah. right there. Yeah, we'll, so be, we'll be there. We'll be there. So. <laughs> So all the UNSW students listening, head down to the careers fair and check out the boys from Appian. Um, would you guys like to um, talk us through the interview process or like how that worked? Um, yeah, sure. It was fairly um, standard. Fairly yeah. standard, I guess. I don't know how many interviews. Maybe, uh, was maybe it a bit about the super days and yeah. how much your experience was with that because that's usually not as common as... Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Um, well, to start off, there was a phone interview for me, um, and then another face-to-face interview at the at the career fair, um, and then the super day, which is roughly equivalent to an assessment center, um, except definitely not as um, intense, intense. I would say <laughs> it's much more: um, will you be a good fit for this company, um, and you know what are your skills, um, and you know how how well can you communicate your ideas to someone else. Um, so that was a series of, I think, five or six interviews over the course of an afternoon, um, each with a sort of a different focus. Um, no heavily technical interviews, I would say. Um, no whiteboarding. Yeah, no whiteboarding, which is, which is nice. Um, but it was, it was really relaxing. You kind of get to know people in the company as well as they get to quiz you on if they think you'd be a good fit for the company. So, yeah. You get to, like... Uh, uh, they ask you questions obviously because they're trying to find if you're a right fit for their company but you also get to ask whoever's interviewing you them questions to find if like kind of the appian is right for you yourself so you get like insight i know when we did it kind of we got some like pretty high ups in the company interviewing us which on one hand is pretty like nerve-wracking but on the other hand you get like a really good insight into kind of the company because you get to ask them kind of anything or yeah within reason absolutely absolutely i don't think i fully grasped how high up these people were until midway through the interviews um, when I realized who they actually were. Um, but it, yeah, it's amazing to actually get that exposure to people who've had you know, years and years of experience and are really high up in the company. That's super cool. Have you got anything you'd like to add, Kai? No? It's quite long today. <laughs> it's been a long day. <laughs> yeah, So I have one question for these guys, which yeah, might be of use to the listeners. So what do you think is your hardest part of this role? Uh, and then the other two parts of the question. So the hardest part and then what's the most interesting bit? Um, I think the hardest part is usually kind of like getting the information from clients of what you're actually meant to build. Because a lot of the time it's like, I, if I know what I'm meant to build, I can build it, but I need to find out what that kind of end goal um, looks like. Um, yeah. But so then like the fun, like the most enjoyable part for me is actually like when I'm like developing and using kind of the Appian software and building stuff yeah i would pretty much agree with that oftentimes at least in the projects i've been on it's i found that clients don't necessarily know what they want until you show them something that they decide that they don't want Um, (laughs) yeah and then but that that helps you go back and develop something and you know with the speed of the appian platform you can really go and develop those things quickly um and i i agree with jonathan in terms of the funnest part is definitely getting my hands dirty and developing um and testing it's Tom has dragged a few screens across from the desk and he's on like yeah it's almost like a trader trader platform (laughs) with like four screens going um but that's great
great. Yeah, I'm happy. Um, I'd like to thank Kevin, Tom, Jonathan, and Maya for joining us. The Appian headquarters in Sydney, I guess you can call it. Um, Appian Sydney office. Um, it was a pleasure talking to you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. You sure? Yeah, we're cool.